Well, welcome back to our weekly podcast, Design and Destiny, where we are aligning with a power movement of God so that we can really fully embrace how to grow, how to flourish, how to live deeply in God's purposes for our lives so that we can more fully release God's power and glory in the world. And if you're new to the Destiny Makers community, well, special welcome. If you like what you hear, consider subscribing to our weekly podcast and check us out at destinymakers.org, our website, so that you can see what we're about and the resources that we offer. Well, we've been talking about your design and destiny. And so today I wanna introduce you to the first of three essentials, three essentials for living your God-ordained destiny. So over the next three podcasts here, I'll lay out each one. And in fact, our Destiny Living course available on destinymakers.org dives deep into each of these with specific tools and exercises and reflection activities so that you can grasp but also apply this information for your life journey. So in our podcast today, I'll give you a brief overview of the first principle, which is this. You will never, ever walk in the fullness of your God-ordained destiny if you don't have an accurate view of your identity. Let me, let me say this again, because it's so critical. You will never walk in the fullness of your God-ordained destiny if you don't have an accurate view of your identity. You see, destiny has everything to do with your identity, your self-image, or your perception of how you see yourself or define yourself, all those I am's or all those I am nots. And see, to the degree that your thoughts and declarations about yourself don't match up with how God designed you, how God sees you, well, then you're out of step with the movement of God on your life and his intended impact on the world through you. So let me give you 10 fundamentals in helping to understand and appreciate identity and destiny. And the first is this, destiny happens. It's not just something that belongs to the Christ follower. It doesn't automatically mean something is good or positive. Destiny happens to everyone. It's simply the sum total of your thoughts and attitudes and decisions and actions over the course of your life. The second fundamental is this. Before you ever came to be, God already designed and designated you for good things. Psalm 139 says that he knit you together in your mother's womb, that the days he ordained for you were written in a book. Jeremiah 29, 11 says he has plans for you to prosper you and give you a hope and a future. Ephesians 2.10 says that you're his workmanship, that you were created in Christ Jesus to accomplish good works, which God already prepared for you. And 2 Peter 1.3 and 4 says that he's already given you everything you'll need to accomplish those, that assignment that he's prepared for you. But the third fundamental is this. God never forces you into anything. God knows all things, but he will never override your freedom to choose. Choice of response, or what we call human agency in positive psychology. Choice of response always belongs to you. It's a God-given aspect of your humanity so that love can be freely offered, freely received, and freely returned. 
the fourth fundamental is this. You were perfectly designed by God, but because of sin, God gave us over. In fact, read Romans chapter one, three times it says in the text, God gave us over, God gave us over. He gave us over to corrupt minds shaped and dominated by the patterns of this world and our culture, rather than to patterns of worship and submission and knowledge of God. The fifth fundamental is this. Our job then is to renew or rewire our thinking to be once again in alignment with God so that we can think God thoughts in all circumstances, which is the mind of Christ. First Corinthians 2.16 tells us. See, we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Romans 12.2 says that transformation is God's command to us. We are responsible to stand at the gate of our mind, to take every thought captive, to make it obedient to the light of truth, which is Christ. And you'll find that in 2 Corinthians 10.5. The sixth fundamental is this. The problem is that throughout our life, particularly as a little kid growing up, we've accepted and acquired beliefs about ourselves, either from big people as we were growing up, as well as our own processing of information and experiences that we've had. And these beliefs that we've acquired are far less than the truth. They are far more inferior than the truth that God has for us. In other words, we've embraced a lie. And the seventh fundamental is this, lies accepted and believed and repeated over, over and over and over enough will build strongholds in your mind that then become automatic subconscious ways of thinking that just becomes your, your default drive, if you will. It's subconscious habits of thinking that then dictate or drive your actions, your behaviors, your emotions, your future expectations. And eight, eight fundamental is that even though you are saved unto righteousness, the minute that you believed and confessed that Jesus was your Lord and Savior, it says in Romans 10, the promise of abundant life that Jesus offered us in John 10, 10, and your days written in God's book for you are not automatic. They're not automatic because the scriptures tell us in Ephesians 4, 30, that you can still grieve the Holy Spirit. Grieving the Holy Spirit has to do with issues of morality. But 1 Thessalonians 5.19 also tells us that not only can you grieve the Holy Spirit, we can actually quench the Holy Spirit. In other words, we can prohibit the work of the Holy Spirit or limit or extinguish God's work by the Holy Spirit in and through us. The ninth fundamental is this. You were called to walk in the light, even as Christ is in the light, 1 John 1, and where you are not walking in the light because of the darkness of your thinking about yourself, then you are in darkness. Why? Because all behavior begins first in the mind. You are in the darkness of thinking where you have not embraced God's truth about who you are. So the first step, which is our 10th fundamental, the first step to reclaiming your God-given design 
is to develop awareness. You must develop awareness of what you think and say about yourself. When or what situations cause you to entertain and declare lies that war against the knowledge of God about you? Oh, I can't do this. I'm not good at that. I'm not worthy. I'm insecure. I'm worried. I'm anxious. Uh, you know, I've never been good at this. And so on all these I am's that we make about ourselves. You must become aware of these thoughts, these lies that war against God's knowledge of you. Capture them, write them down, notice any patterns of where or when they emerge, what triggers them, and ask the Holy Spirit for help. Your first step to developing your God-given destiny is to become aware of when and where you're compromising it. Now, you can learn very specific tools and steps for how to grow and change and thrive in God's destiny for you in our Destiny Living course, which lays out specific tools for how to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you can find out more about that on our destinymakers.org website. But I'll see you next week where we will discuss the second essential for living your God-ordained destiny.